Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. I'm Mark Francis, once again, one of your hosts for the day. We have an exciting episode here for you today. This past weekend, we were able to have the Fellowship family meeting, and it naturally lends to have a recap of that on the Fellowship family podcast. Perfect. Perfect. And with me, I have a key crowd of people here. I have, to my right... Alicia Battaglia. How are Good. you? I'm very well. Is Thank this you. your first Fellowship Family This is episode? my first what? Fellowship yes. Family. Big hands to that. We have yes. failed you. That's great. So <laughs> I haven't needed to we talk also have, here. You've heard him now. Caleb Pearson is in the house as well. Hey, everybody. And then we have the newest host in the Fellowship Bible Church podcast gang, Abby Lindenberg. Whoop, How are whoop. you? You made the cut. Yeah. Get close to that microphone. Get ready so we can hear you loud and clear because we want to hear about what's going on with you and your world and your perspectives of this meeting. But the the goal of this episode is really to rehash and recap what we heard and then maybe what might have been left on the chopping room floor because I feel like things just went bang, bang, bang so quick that that people were almost overwhelmed with all the content. So... Um, Real quick, hard pause. Uh, happy birthday, Mark Francis. Oh. I knew, you, I know you didn't. I know you no, didn't want it. No. Uh, here, I got this for you: lemon and ginger herbal tea. Okay. Uh, took it, it, took hey, it from hey, Rose's was desk. Was that herbal tea or herbal Her- tea? Herbal, oh. right? Silent H. <laughs> I thought you said herbal. I, I probably did. I love it. I'll I, hold it up. I, my first gift of the day. Really? So it comes from. I, I love you, dude. Yeah. But I did yes. just grab that when I closed the door. I saw a bunch of them out there. Well, it shows how much it. you know me because I don't drink coffee and tea. Me neither. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. There you go. Anyway, I'll take happy, it. Birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday, bud. Well, you've heard from all of them already, but Caleb and Alicia, I'll come to you first. Typically, this is the sermon spotlight gang, mm-hmm. and um, kind of we were out there, trotted out on the stage to help assist Joe Hauser in hosting. Mm-hmm. And from that perspective, this is a little bit of a new thing. This is the second time we've done what used to be called a congregational meeting. Um, from this perspective. So I'll turn to you guys, but then Abby also chime in. What's your take of this new way of doing a congregational meeting, and how does it fit in with the title uh, Fellowship Family Meeting? Give your take on that. Well, I much more prefer to uh, be in a family environment Mm -hmm. than a business environment. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very interesting point. Like, before, I think, you know, traditional congregational meetings were more like business meetings and they were tend to be maybe pretty boring but this um i think the restructuring of this has been really beneficial because it is a family environment this is our churches are family Mm -hmm. and um i think it reflects who god is and how he loves his church and how he's caring for his church and um so the fact that we get to be together as brothers and sisters and um, see what God is doing, not only in individually in our lives, but how our church together as brothers and sisters and in how Christ. how it's designed the church. Exactly. Yeah. How we're impacting uh, our world around us. Well, and here's the thing, Mark. We've been podcasting almost four years now, which That's is amazing. nuts. Yeah. But we, uh, at least for the last two years or so, we've been really pushing the idea of stories mm. and hearing mm-hmm. from the congregation as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's been cool to be a part of the growth of, of the congregational meeting that used to be kind of this Sunday afternoon, you stay if you really want to learn something yeah. informational, which has always been great. They've never been bad. 
but to to pivot and also include relational things happening so that the the body can be encouraged by the body Mm -hmm. a little bit as well Mm -hmm. and it can be more of an event and i will say like i know i've been a part of the last two but people that miss it have missed it and Mm -hmm. i think that's a a telling sign of i I wish i was able to be there yeah Yeah. and it's turned into like more of an event too versus a like hey we have these few minutes and this is information you need we'll get you in and out really quick so mm-hmm. like, hey, we value fellowship. We mm-hmm. value time together. So come back tonight and spend time hearing this information, but also fellowshipping with everyone else. And when you say it's an event, that's a positive comment, right? right? right. Like, because it yes. could be taken negatively. Yeah, sure. True. That yeah. it's overly produced and just give me back to the good old days. Just tell me what I need to know. Give me and give me out. But an event means, okay, there's something to it that, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to miss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And for those who weren't there, what um, Abby is referring to is after the meeting, we gathered for around dessert and it just gave everybody an opportunity to talk, catch up, um, and really experience biblical fellowship, mm-hmm. which yeah. is cool. Oh yeah. Well, and even to, like Joe Hauser's the man. Okay. It's hard to pick your favorite elder, but come on. I love me some Joe. And and he did such a good job like saying like, we'll oh, cast oh votes. Thank, <laughs> that's yeah. how we'll do it at the yeah. next one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Caleb, Mark and Alicia, thanks for putting this all together. And I understand like why he said that, but so many people pulled this off just because we were hosting it. Didn't mean we know, we knew everything that was going to be said, everything that was going to be shared. I was encouraged by a lot of it, especially when I got to sit down and hear mm. from Al and Stephen and Mark, just talk through the relational discipleship that's been happening, uh, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scenes. And, and yeah, the behind the scenes component um people don't think about but i've had multiple people come to me and say i appreciate what happened how it happened even just right now the half hour before recording i ran into margaret richardson she is like the og grandma of fellowship Bible Everyone. church yeah and she said i just have to pause and thank you for what <laughs> happened awesome. because she's like Everything was done so well. People got up when they're supposed to get up and not told to. And there wasn't mm-hmm. weren't gaps and pauses. And she, there's something about the, produ- the production that she appreciated. But then she said it. But it was also the content. And it was the mm-hmm. fellowship. And it was the family. Right after the event, somebody else grabbed me. And then another older couple that just said, we can't always get the communication threads at fellowship. We're not mm-hmm. always on websites or emails or yeah. things like that. And to have an event, like you're saying, Abby, that we could come to that we can appreciate attending and hear all of this content, hear the updates, what's happening behind the scenes, they really valued. So mm-hmm. that's the reaction that, that I've been getting from yeah. the meeting. And um, before the meeting started, I was talking with several people and um, I was, uh, some, some of the people who were doing some of the maintenance and work on the building and just sharing mm. with me the details about what that involves. And then I was watching uh, the hospitality folks working and um, there were so many people just doing behind the scene tasks that don't ever get recognized mm. or seen. And I just kind of took a moment to thank the Lord, like this, this, is, this is your church, this is your people. Nobody has um, forced them to do any of this. This is mm-hmm. out of the generosity of, of their yeah. heart to do this for, um, for the body. But I think that also reflects just the generosity of God towards our church in that way, because man, what a gift this body is. Yeah, yeah. and to me, it's not a worship service, but it had a worship component to it. It had a mm-hmm. worship vibe and feel of giving God praise and glory and thanks for what he's doing in and through our body mm-hmm. in a way that allowed people to respond and 
talk about it afterwards and have these kind of conversations to where, yes, it it gave God the credit for all these things, and it and it told a story throughout the entire night. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I wanted to turn to you, Abby, first, because I want to get your reaction on what you heard, and let's dive into the content of the meeting a little bit. Again, even for those of you guys that were there, let's dive into some things that kind of was reactionary. So yeah, tell us what yeah. you gleaned well, out of the meeting. Yeah, I think Caleb kind of wrapped it up at the end by saying, like, are you encouraged? And everyone was like, yes. Like, <laughs> everything about the meeting, like you were saying, just had this energy of, like, encouragement and, like, praising God for all he's doing in our church that sometimes we don't always realize. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I felt like the um, each ministry, like, shared it's stuff I know, you know, because we work here. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, it, like, carried a little bit of a different weight. And then to wrap it all around mm. with those testimonies at the end mm. just felt really powerful to me. It was like, okay, we've heard about what these ministries do. Now here's how it actually worked for someone. Here's how it actually, like, changed their life. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was really great yeah. in terms of the order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my answer, Mark. I yeah. love me some Bob Hess. <laughs> I, I, when I get to hear the finances, it's so fun for me. Not that, not just to like praise God for a giving church, which we yeah. have and is incredible, yeah. but yeah. I, I rewatched the finance podcast that you yes. did with which JVD and Bob. It was so good. He did not, not heard that. He did not want people to mention that. And you guys just took Wait, wait, was I not supposed to? No, well, no, no, it's no, fine. It's no. A, but he did not want to get any kind of recognition of being on oh, camera at all. If you have he not it. listened <laughs> yeah. to or watched that podcast, Last go week's. back and listen to but, the finance and, and let me, giving. Let me clarify. It so it's not good. a it's not a podcast about like yay money. Like it explains right. yeah. the, the the biblical proceedings of giving and some of the balances that are in place around here to help preserve and protect the way we go about that stuff. And all the different meetings and things I'm in, I, I don't often get exposure to a lot of that yeah. stuff. And so... And Bob is funny, too, because going into this, I, I'm prepping each person on what they're going to say or, or hearing what they want to say and then reminding them of the timing and what they're doing. He's like, four minutes is all I need. I'm going to be less than four minutes. <laughs> he was the biggest culprit of the timing of his four-minute allotment. I mean, yeah. he loves to tell jokes, but yeah. then he really loves the the numbers and the finance and the details of how, of his value of serving the church, and that's what came out in the heart of that episode last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing that God is providing for us and seeing graphs and charts that show that mm-hmm. over the years. Well, can I ask a question to you and Abby then? You guys are part of the communication team, and you mm-hmm. do a lot around here to figure out how to communicate everything that needs to get communicated. Is it encouraging to know that this is another outlet where we can communicate a lot of that stuff? It's not It's not a Sunday morning. There's only right. so many announcements you can cram in there. It's yeah. not a bulletin board. There's only so many things you can fit. And it's not even just a table that's round and two feet wide, and you have to put everything on there. But it's a time. It's an extra time to tell those stories. Has that been refreshing? It's helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we talk about it each communication team meeting is, you know, where are we going with these episodes? Because we want to use them for tools to communicate to the body, but also an avenue for stories and God moments and testimonies to be shared. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to hide what God is doing in a in a bushel you know yeah. let the light shine yeah. and so a meeting like that that can bring a, a testimony of Stephen stores and al pinto mm-hmm. to the forefront or giving us a platform like these podcasts this this is the vision of what this um podcast is meant to be about fellowship mm-hmm. family yeah. and and the vision of that we want to continue to have people on here that are sharing their testimonies and stories um so that that to me is an, is encouraging to have another platform another avenue 
to share what God is doing here. Right. And you can go, especially with podcasts, you can go a little more in depth. Like we heard from Stephen for, you know, like five minutes or whatever. And it was great. And that was encouraging. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if it was a little bit longer and he went into a little more detail? Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just great, I think, to have that avenue. Yeah. So hitting, hitting then the, the theme of the night, um, moving from the idea of the mission statement to our historical perspective of relational discipleship to now having an even greater definition of what discipleship looks like when you tack on outreach. Mm-hmm. What what do you see um, coming out of this meeting, and what's the hope and goal um, of now seeing and hearing from Mark Carey, which, by the way, yeah. I want to comment on his eight minutes mm-hmm. um, and the challenge that he gave to our body of we need to be an outreaching church. Sure. We need to be a church that is proclaiming Christ, and that is where we're going. That is why we're studying the book of Acts. God laid it on his heart for that. And here we're going to be for the next year with this outreach focus. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he emphasized that discipleship starts with the gospel. And he, he said somewhere in his, in his talk to go and be. And I thought that that was so good because um, the going is fulfilling the Acts 1-8 as being his witnesses. But um, the, the, the being is we are called to live in our identity in Jesus and and that being baptized by the Holy Spirit like we learned about this past weekend it's it's an identity thing so so they they go hand in hand for us to go and to be and so those two words really stood out to me as far as mm-hmm. wow that's the overall picture right there simplified into two words go and be mm-hmm. and I think you mentioned what Mark Carey shared and that I think there's two sides of the same coin interviewing St. Meyer and hearing from McManigle, you didn't get exclusively, here's what we hope to do. You get a lot of, here's what we're already doing. Mm-hmm. Here, yeah. Here's right. where we've been, yeah. even in the last couple of years. And, and I think a lot of people in this church, not certainly not just those on staff, uh, capitalized very well to the unique and weird opportunities that COVID brought up to where we can reach people in ways we never thought possible. We're more involved in the school system now. We're, we're seeing the Native American outreach opportunities. And the, the awareness of that is helpful for the congregation, but it's, there's also a subtle encouragement there that, man, that's been going on. Yeah, that's true. And th- there were lots of conversations leading up to this meeting to prepare for telling this story and mm-hmm. really fleshing out where is God leading our church. And I was thankfully blessed to be a part of a lot of those conversations to hear the hearts of each pastor and to hear um, the executive team, which is a, a combination of uh, Mike Thomas, the elder chair, and a couple other pastors who really are driving kind of this vision of outreach. And one of those meetings, a light bulb moment came on because I was there and Scott Santmeyer was there and he has such a passion and heart for outreach. I mean, that's his title, pastor of local outreach. And he just has a huge desire for this, for our church to have his same passion and vision mm-hmm. and to, to be able to have him articulate clearly in this one meeting was a light bulb moment for me. He said this, he was like, this, and, and, and really it was emphasized by Mark Carey, but discipleship begins with evangelism. And then he unpacked it to say, you know, you, when you're talking with your neighbor, when you're talking with your coworker, and you have the heart and purpose of speaking to them or growing in a relationship with them so they can know Christ, mm-hmm. that is discipleship. Mm-hmm. And so to That's have good. that intent of just having our antennas on all the time mm-hmm. where we're interacting with people, not just to do business, not just to have a neighbor that you can go across the street and get eggs from, but 
I'm building a relationship with these people that are in my sphere of influence in a way for them to know Christ. It's a lifestyle. That's discipleship. It's a lifestyle. I mean, that's what, what Jesus did. He was seeking out the lost and rubbing shoulders with believers and non-believers all the time. And mm-hmm. so um, for us to take on that lifestyle, get out of our holy, holy huddles and um, you know, break out of our comfort zones and do what we were called to do, to be his witnesses, that is, there's a whole lifestyle transformation um, which goes back to our identity. It's and that's, who we and it's are. going to be a culture shift is something that Scott is, is really has on his heart, and that is going to be the upcoming focus, mm-hmm. which we heard about in the meeting as well that John Avery spearheads. And this focus is going to be calling us to have a different perspective, to have a mindset shift, uh, mm-hmm. an overall lifestyle shift. And um, I, I, I'm excited about what's going to come out of that because the church is going to be challenged to do some things that are going to get out of our comfort zone. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know? Similarly, I thought it was really encouraging and interesting to hear, like, so we had those couple testimonies that they went into depth, but then they also, like, mentioned a lot of people. Like, it was, it's not the mm-hmm. same 10 people that are already doing outreach mm-hmm. or already mm-hmm. doing whatever. It was, it was a lot of different people that you don't always hear their names, and they're already, like, mm-hmm. in the outreach and living this out. And, you know, we might not know who they are always, but it was really great to just yeah. different names. Yeah. Well, and Mark, so you've been saying this this whole thing, cultural shift, mindset shift. That can be scary language at times, but it's not yeah. a it's not a change. We're we're not reinventing the wheel or coming up with an unbiblical way of doing things. The elders make sure of that. I mean, think yep. about when a car shifts. It doesn't change direction. It just accommodates for where it needs to go more effectively. And so mm-hmm. we do that, and I think in terms of a shift, it's been twice now, but it they're not called congregational meetings anymore. It's a family meeting, and we want to have an informal, also a variety of feels for this thing. So the, the first one, we had some, a youth skit and some other things happening, and I'm sure we can go back to the creative board and say, you know, what can we do next time mm-hmm. to, I think we're going to have to go the opposite end and have our, um, the older population. Get the seniors like, a fellowship get, uh, up yeah, there. Let's the have them do a skit. Have like, them tell yeah. some jokes. Yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> but the, to Brainstorming hear, session right here. To hear Mark's vision, and I didn't know he was going to say this, to verbalize hey, you know, we have a baptism coming up, you know, the end of this month. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we know who's going to be baptized. We, the class is actually happening this week. But the following baptism and the one after that, what would it look like to have 50 or 60 adults being baptized because they came to know mm-hmm. the Lord and they're now affiliated and a part of our church in a way that, like, they're being discipled and mm-hmm. they're saying, yes, I'm I'm identifying with Christ. I, I mean, wow, I, I could hear, like, the the, the pin drop in the room and the air come out of the people's lungs when they're like, oh, yeah. that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about here. You know, to put some actual tangible, mm-hmm. something that we can visualize and see and be like, yeah, I've been to baptism services, a few children and a couple adults, and mm-hmm. it's nice and it's, it's fun. We hear some testimonies, but wow. I mean, you look at the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, 3,000 people, happening. bam, just like yeah. that, and they get, yeah. they're baptized. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a cool kind of, not a goal, and then we're not right, about right. goals but. and a but church-wide focus can lead to something. It, it could. Something like that, if, yeah. it, if a church our size takes mm-hmm. into action this idea of outreach to our community, just the people that we know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a revival. Well, I will say real quick, we didn't know Mark was going to mention the specific baptism thing, but baptism is something he's been stewing on for at least two weeks, too. We were sure. just on the sermon spotlight yep. with him earlier today, and he mentioned baptism in detail, again, mm-hmm. to help clarify and the understandings of the Spirit and all that stuff. So even when stuff like that pops up in those meetings, it all just seems unified. I'm like, man, everybody 
is truly on the same page at the end of the day here mm-hmm. in, in this room. And we all get to celebrate what's got, what God is doing, be encouraged by it. I will say the icebreaker at the beginning, my vantage point was awesome. I could see all the hands for the different decades. That I think was, people like that. Yeah, that and was People were excited cool. about that. And yeah. it was like every single... afterwards, like... With the amount yeah. of hands that went up before I said... Uh, 2020 or later i was like we're out of people that's everyone there's not going to be a single <laughs> nope. hand but there were still ended up being 20 25 mm-hmm. people in mm-hmm. the last three years that are now at what would have been a congregational mm-hmm. meeting three years ago right mm-hmm. that's cool yeah. yeah and my my 13 year old was at the meeting and he was sitting in a different row than our family was in. classic but, yeah that's classic <laughs> anyway yeah but but he was like I, I got to talk with a lady who just just started coming to the church this past year, hmm. and it was really great. You know, so like the fact that <laughs> my thirteen awesome. year old is engaging yeah. with a new member or a new person who's coming—I don't know if she's been a member or yeah. not yet—but regardless, like that's pretty cool to hmm. see that happening. Well, I will say also just another reaction I've heard from John Van Drunen the reaction to the facilities update that he gave. And he was getting all kinds of spectrums of people saying, well, like, I have carpet that's in my house that's 37 years old and perfectly good. Why are we going to replace the carpet? And then he's got other people who want to give their input on the color of the carpet and the style and the design. Oh, and, and, and so yeah. there, I think you stir a little pot when you start talking about yeah. Yeah. our facility. Yeah. To, to JVD drew the that. short straw for sure. He's yeah. up there to talk. Yeah. Everybody's but, interior design yes. comes out. But even to hear the, the idea and the heart and tone that our facility is still meant to carry yeah. out a purpose. Invitation. And that we're not just spending money to spend money, but mm-hmm. it's there to have the, mm-hmm. the open doors um, for our community. Yeah, to be intentional is mm-hmm. great. So. Let me just wrap us up and get your take on this. One of the passages that Mark shared, Colossians 1, and it's a common one that we talk about, especially in these kind of meetings, but, you know, that that God is willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ and you, the hope of glory. Uh, Colossians 1, now 28, we we proclaim him, admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom, so that we may present every man complete in Christ. For this purpose also I labor, striving according to his power, which mightily works within me. That's the heartbeat of this church. That's the Mm -hmm. idea of discipleship and presenting every person complete in Mm -hmm. Christ. And I think that tone came through with all the ministries. And knowing where the power comes from. Knowing where the power comes Mm -hmm. from. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, you guys have anything else to say? I mean, I think we've unpacked it. It's good. Yeah. The the content's out there. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you guys missed it, come to the next one. You yeah, know, absolutely. Like, yeah, I would say. And I when would, is the next one? Uh, it's always TBD. twice a year, so it's going to okay. be in the spring. And I will take the hit for this. And JVD, I'm sorry you asked me <laughs> a, a couple minutes before. Hey, hey at least we know if they're listening. This? Yeah. And I got so distracted, I didn't get a chance to ask the person to push a record button until middle of the way. So okay, so we have so some of it. We yeah, refer yeah. back to this conversation, and you can liven up your, your conversations <laughs> with people who went there so there you go there you go well alicia caleb and abby glad to have you here as a host person we're going to see more of you mm-hmm. on this podcast and sermon spotlights so thank you for being here yeah. all right guys well thanks for hosting birthday boy i'm i'm here for you caleb <laughs> yeah y- y- you are you're the man and i, I will uh, take this i saw you no, give it to I alicia right it. away no, yeah I hey that's for him it. i took it I, yeah you're uh, slick i mean those not herbal. able to watch at home it's an orange tea bag right here but you don't lemon drink and tea. ginger no well I'll drink it all right let's wrap this thing up guys um until we meet and chat again you know this is the whole thing let christ be the focus of our lives each and every day